You think it sounds good now? We're yeah, ready to yeah, go? we're good to go. What time is it? It's six oh three. Okay, you want to? Yeah, don't be afraid to move in close to you your mic set either. You got to be back at seven. Uh, I don't. I'm, we're just going to keep this to like under an hour. I don't have to be back there at seven, but I have to leave here at seven. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll leave. I mean, at seven. I have like. My time limit, is, it's not really... What's going on right, with that? I'll, I'll explain it to you. Uh, let's just start this shit. So okay. this is Conversations for Our Grandkids. Uh, you'll have to bear with us. Seamus uh, and I are uh, testing out a new studio setup, as it were. Uh, we bought another mic, and then we ran into some other fucking technical difficulties. If you could see this right now, if it's, you could see what we're talking into. Yeah, it's almost like a, a prehistoric, futuristic device. Like It's like the weirdest combination. It's like duct tape and foam, and then these two expensive mics that, well, not even really expensive, but expensive for us. It looks like something little kids put together. Like, yeah. we made a studio! Did you? Because you just cut my bed up. <laughs> so, like, There's literally uh, a blanket hanging b- behind you. So did you, did you make a studio, or did you make a fun time project? I can't did you tell. have a slumber party, or did you make a studio? Anyway, it's, so we're, we're trying this shit out. If something sounds wonky, uh, let us know, and we'll try to fix it next time. Yeah, but uh, by then we'll probably have figured it out. So don't, we're just, don't waste we're your just breath. That good, so. Yeah. Um, what, what What did you tell me to talk about? I, I have no idea, something. man. Oh, I was talking about your job. You have to go to work later. Oh so yeah, we're yeah, to get yeah. This. So my job is I'm a I'm a scientist. Um, oh, wow. No, I do science. So what I'm testing is I'm working with stem cells and seeing what happens when fibroblasts turn into myofibroblasts, which basically just means uh, we're, we're looking at like the scarring process, basically, Yeah. and seeing if we can have drugs that stop the scarring process, because muscles that start to scar, they don't ever fix properly, and they can really fuck up. So we're trying to find drugs that um, target the cells before they turn into the myofibroblasts. Anyway, so that's just what the project is. But it involves me uh, like pl- what's called plating the cells, which you can think about. It's like planting a, the, the seeds. Like you have to plate the, the cells on a plate and let them grow for 24 hours. But then I have to harvest them at a 12-hour inter- interval. So I'll have to be there at like either 8 to 8, 9 to 9, 10 to 10. So it, if I get there at 7, it'll be 7 to 7 or 8 to 8. It really can be 9 to 9, but then I have to go get Jasmine at 9.30. So it doesn't – like I'm flexible, but – yeah, you know, that's an interesting. That's, an, that's like totally out of the norm for most people. I'd say just showing up whenever you want. Oh, yeah. you got your, your your hour. You're great. Yeah, no, it, I love it, dude. The research jobs, man. It's all about you have these tasks that you have to do. You have to get some shit done, and it, as long as you get it done in the time that you said it, you were going to get done, which is the time scales that we work on are like months. A project takes months, so you have months to, to finish all this shit. As long as you get it done, you you know no one has any problems. Do they don't care whether you come in at 4 p.m. to midnight. They don't care whether you come 3 a.m. to 12 p.m. and then leave. It's, it's pretty flexible. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, free awesome. ball it. Yeah, you just free ball it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember when free balling was like the, it was so crazy. I, I was like, some kid was like, yeah, you know it's Commando Thursday, right? I was like, what is Wait, Commando, is that a thing? Commando Thursday. He, apparently, he, told, he explained it to me like it was like a thing that people do. He's like, yeah, you never heard of Commando Thursday? It's like, nah. He was like, oh, you know, you free ball on Thursday. It's so like, many kids Ugh. did that shit in, in grade school where they would tell you something as if it was a fact. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I remember this one kid, uh, we were having a conversation about pissing, actually. And you just brag over the dumbest stuff as a kid. He was like, I never hit the rim. Like, I, my aim is on point. And I was like, oh, cool, great. Well, I sit down when I do it, so it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> Me too, buddy. Nah, I never sat down when I did that shit. I'm a fucking oh, great. I'm a master pisser. Like, oh, who, what are you bragging yeah. about at this point? He was the same kid that did that shit where he was like, my dad has a PlayStation Sega GameCube. It has all of them in one. I was like, really? Because that doesn't sound like a thing that exists. Oh, really? No, I'm the only one that I has haven't seen it. a commercial for that yet. Oh, no, because my dad, you know, he knows the guy at Sony, uh, Sega Dreamcast Company, who only had me. They only made one, but they gave it to my dad because he's that special. Oh, really? Oh, and you go to the same school as me? Doubt it, buddy. Also, Doubt it. my uncle's The Rock. That's a real thing he told me. And I knew it was bullshit, so I was just like, well, my uncle's Kane, so we'll just have to see how that you know, figures out in the ring. I'll see really. you on Thursday night, yeah, motherfucker. I'll just see you on Thursday night. We'll family versus family. Yeah. See who wins this yeah. shit. The rock bottom? Uh, tombstone pile driver, bitch. I would say I would be more afraid of the end result of Undertaker being in the ring with me than The Rock, based on yeah. moves and character. Yeah, character, right? for sure. The Rock is, he's going to beat you up, but he's just the dude. The right, under- he's going he's gonna to beat me up and then, like, brag to the crowd. He's going to, like, do it, like, like taunt me and shit. Like, I'm fine with that. Just, yeah. you, you can make fun of me all you want. But the fucking Undertaker, he's going to break my neck and shit. You know, he throw me, like, powerbomb me. Like, that shit looks He's going to bury you alive, and then who knows what happens till next week. Somehow you're okay, but you're a little fucked up. They always show up the next week. Oh, that was crazy. That's buried alive. Just like with a limp. He's dead. He's really dead. Is the announcer? Because yeah. he's, he's fine. Yeah, the announcers are not good at their job, man. Not the anymore. Nah, not anymore. They're, not. Um, they're, they're really not that good. Because you know what a lot of it is? Is that they, Seamus is wrestling corner. Bam, 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 bam. Bam. I didn't know it would happen this fast, yeah, but here we there are. There you go. Um, those guys, those guys are, I think they could do a much better job if they were not being coached to do such a poor job, if that makes any sense. Because they are constantly being bombarded with Plug this, plug mm. that, Twitter, talk about this, talk about this. Don't talk about the moves that are happening in the ring. Don't tell the story through their wrestling like you used to do. Tell the story through just like, oh, well, you know, Goldust, he's kind of upset. So this is, you know, it was just like last week when he was upset. Hashtag oh. Goldust Revenge, bitch. It's, like, like, oh, it's, like, it's like girls in a sorority gossiping about something. It's not, they're not talking about the technicality of it anymore, mm. which is, uh, it, it changes everything, really. I mean, if you want to have a picture of what's happening in the ring, it should be like, Oh my god, he's such a badass because he is getting put in this hold and he's still not giving up. That's crazy. Instead, they're just like, yeah, well, you know, his girlfriend did some shit last week and that's pretty bad. So we're all upset about it. Uh, it's depressing. But also, they also, like, I, they're not strict enough on them either because they, they'll just have goofy things that they say and puns and jokes. And it's sort of like... You guys aren't even taking this seriously anymore. Like, the illusion is lost because JBL is making a joke about, you know, Jennifer Lawrence. He's right, like, whoa, maybe, whoa. Maybe really? he's just really not funny, though. Or do you think that's what it is? It's like, he's just a shithead and he just has a mic in front of his face? Or do you think that he's like, ah, oh, like, ah. Oh. This shit is as dumb as fuck, so I'm just going to fucking say something retarded. I, I can't. It's hard to tell. I think yeah. it's a little bit of both because at some point it just became okay to shit on this bad product. But then it's like, well, it's bad, right? But you're supposed to be a company person and like sell it as like the best thing ever. If you see – I mean, it's really bad. I Granted, it's hard for them to do their jobs when it's like the little midget bull man is like dancing. And he's like, oh, he's twerking, Moggle. He's twerking. <laughs> You know, because what else are you going to do? Yeah. You're just like, this is stupid. People know it's stupid, so I'm not going to insult their intelligence. But at the same time, it's like, don't – if it's just something you're not interested in, don't ever be like, well, I'm going to talk about this completely different thing while I'm talking about Because your job is to make them look better. Right. Is to make them – help them connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. Is not – you know what I mean? Yeah. They, but I think the weird thing is that they're doing that, but they're – 
they're connecting to the internet, that, the Twitter audience. They're connecting to a different audience than the people who are in the stadium or the people who are watching on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're connecting it to this like weird abstract audience that they can't see and that they don't interact with, but they know is out there and they know by the numbers what they like to hear, that they like controversy, controversy and like bullshit like that. And they'd rather hear about like, oh, like the, the little guy is going against the really big guy. Like yeah. instead of, you know, these guys are evenly matched and it's going to be crazy. Like they're going to do a lot of athletic shit. This is going to be exciting. You know, if it was about that, I'd be, I'd dip back in. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Well, that's, I mean, that was what I, I sent you a text message the other day, but NXT is their um, developmental area basically now. So they mm-hmm. have this sub show that is Yeah, just, you were telling me that I, I would yeah. even enjoy that. I think you would enjoy it, uh, maybe you know as much as you could enjoy wrestling. Really, is what I'm saying because yeah. this is probably the best product out there right now, in the sense that uh, they allow them to take chances. They they allow them to say their own shit when they're out there. They allow them to actually wrestle. You know, mm. WWE kind of limits the moves that you can do because I feel like they're like, well, you can't do a pile driver because people it looks dangerous. They won't remember more than five moves, so have your five <laughs> moves and do them. And and every time we'll go like, oh, it's that move again. Like it's yeah, kind of it gets yeah. boring. I think video games really did a lot to fuck that system up. Yeah, where it's like you know. When I play as John Cena on my video game, I know what five moves he has. You know what I yeah. mean? And it gets this weird, like, well, you know, the crowd won't know it's you unless you do these five moves over and over again. And it's like, but, well, but, but he can do so much more. I think at the same time, in video games, they always have more because they have to fill up all these spots. They always have more moves than they actually do in real life. Like, John Cena will do some shit that you'll never see him do. You like, think they oh, have more in, than in the real video life? games than they, than they perform in real life. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they've sort of yeah. they have this image of, like, we only do five things on TV, but in the game, you can do like 30 okay but, seven but things i would say at that point it becomes everyone has you know there are moves that everyone kind of does yeah. you know you can you know maybe this guy does this set of five and this guy does that set of five and three of them are the same but there's you know that those three special moves that make you know what's the one the john cena yeah, they keep changing the name but he, he had you know the, the rock bottom yeah so right, right. The, rock, the people's elbow people's elbow right and so if you're playing a video game and it's like oh I, I've ch- I charged up my fucking special meter like oh I can finally do like oh the rock bottom yeah. it's a special move like the crowd goes crazy and then you you see it on TV you want to see that same shit happen because then you're like ah that's the rock that I know okay my, my issue with that is that I, I, I see that and I think it's good I think it's a bad thing to have finishers and special moves yeah. it helps make the character it's cool. You're like, oh, Undertaker does a choke slam. He's a really strong guy because he picks a guy up by his head and fucking mm-hmm. slams him down. And that's awesome. I, my problem is I think the lead up to those things are often so similar, mm-hmm. so similar, where they're doing the same combination of moves to get to those moves, if that makes any right, sense. Yeah. Where it's sort of like, they have such a limit. They limit them so much. Like Daniel Bryan was the guy who would do all this technical shit when he was on the indies and now that he's in WWE, he does like three moves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like, I I know it's a crazy thing he's doing, but I've seen it like ten million times. Right. Can they just have a different lead up to that? He can still have the two endings that he has right. or the two special moves, but everything up to that should just feel organic and it feels so by the numbers. So the th- mm. cool thing about NXT is that they that that gr- grievance is kind of dealt with. It's still not where I'd like it to be, I guess, but they really really are pushing what they can do in WWE. And Triple H came out and he had an interview with Stone Cold where he was like, well, that's all my doing. Vince is the guy who runs WWE, so like, don't blame me for anything. NXT's my baby. But they really are doing a very good job with making it a... It's like a wrestling product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the shows today don't feel like a wrestling show. They feel like 
something worse. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in 2002, even though people knew it was, I mean, people knew it was fake forever. Right. Or fake, you know, scripted. Right. But you believe that these guys are beating the shit out of each other. You'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe Eddie Guerrero just did that. He really just, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. now you're just like, oh, here's this guy. This is dumb. This yeah, is really yeah. dumb. Yeah. The announcers don't care. The audience doesn't care. And Vince McMahon has lost his goddamn mind because it's the fucking dancing man coming out with the other like big giant dude that he likes too. Uh, Sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like back in the day, man, my dad used to watch wrestling. He, I feel like he's one of those guys that you talk about that kind of was like one of the original guys who got into wrestling and made it really big yeah. in a popular sense. And he has told me since I was a kid, like, you know, wrestling's fake. This is all fake. But I remember him, like, watching and being like, oh, damn, like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, he didn't say fuck because I was there. But, you know, some guy, he, some guy gets, you know, flipped off the top. Uh, turnbuckle and that shit it looks like it hurts and he'll react like oh he just like threw him off the top turnbuckle wow, he's kicking but, his ass right now right and that's the fun of it you yeah. know what I mean there's a difference between acknowledging the illusion and and selling it you know what I mean the, you can everyone's fine with fiction we we understand fiction that it's not real that there's real elements to it but it's not, the, the details aren't real that's not you know it's easy to get past that if the illusion is good enough you know what i mean if it really looks like he's beating the fuck out of this guy i don't care that they're dressed like characters i don't care that they have you know these outlandish characteristics and in fact it helps their story that they they, that they are outlandish and aren't like normal people you you see what i'm saying yeah they're they're cartoons or they're superheroes you know what i mean they're just like they're like the reality of it is only good as long as it's Selling the illusion. If you try to yeah. make it, you know, like the illusion isn't there. Like, you know, no, this is real. He's really angry. Like, this is him really as a person is really. It's like, well, but not. But well. I think, I think, I, and I don't know how much of that is true, what Triple H said about Vince McMahon being like this crazy old kook who does yeah. this shit. But it also started happening in the early 90s. So if you go back and watch early 90s stuff, like post Post 80s, but not to the point where they got to the attitude era where things started like, here are these tits, and Stone Cold's gonna flip off the camera and fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. awesome. They had that before, though, sort of, that added that like aggressive nature, but WWE and Vince McMahon specifically has always had sort of a cartoon attitude. They used to have this guy called the Repo Man, and he wore a mask. And he was just the repo man that would come and take your stuff back. And they had a guy who was um, a trash man. And they had guys... Wait, I think I remember the repo guy. Did he, like... He had, like, a rope. And he was like, ah, I'm going to get you. I feel like... I'm the repo man. Was it him? I feel like I remember watching around, like, the 2006-ish time. No, no, or no. Maybe long before, gone. Long gone. gone. Okay, yeah. maybe it was different. But I but remember someone's shit getting like repoed. Like, somebody's... It was like it flashed through the video, and it was like a repo guy like dragging his SUV like away, and he's like, "Oh no!" and like ran out of the ring to go like try and get it. It was so funny. I was like, "This is like I want to see someone get slammed so hard that the ring fucking you know yeah. caves in." See, I think- I, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see this fucking dude's SUV getting towed. That's yeah. not why I watch wrestling. Yeah, and I think the I think the problem is I know we're talking a lot about wrestling. All these all these people who don't give a shit about wrestling are like again, again, enjoy to love it, love it, enjoy to love it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that happened in the early '90s where they had these comical characters that made no fucking sense, and then you know the Attitude Era happened where there were multiple different companies and different ways of looking at things and he only changed because someone was kicking his ass you know what I mean yeah and now that they're not kicking his ass he's reverted back to like 
here's the leprechaun. Here he is. Oh, and they're going to love the leprechaun, man, because they love my sensibilities, and I'm fucking so old. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when old people tell you jokes, and you're like, Grandma, I've seen, like, 17 vaginas today. Like, I don't need to hear this joke about, like, a clean floor or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hey, go upstairs. I'll give you a dollar and make you holler. Yeah. Oh, Grandma. 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 Enough is enough, right? Grandma, it's not funny. I just... You know what? It, you know what really gets me is um, not necessarily even grandma age, but I would say older than forty that are making these like meme jokes now. You know what I mean? That Ugh. they're just discovering like the phenomenon the of like, the meme joke of you know. There's this format joke, and I can just slip my own details into it. You know what I mean? It's oh, dude, it makes me sick, man. Old people are falling into the same fucking traps that we did when we were. Seven, nine, in middle school or whatever, high school, they're falling into that same social media fucking bullshit that we did. Okay, and so they don't, they, just, they haven't learned. When did when did memes specifically become acceptable? Because they were funny at first, I remember, and then right. people were like, "These are the worst. These suck." They're really quickly after. But that. then I've heard. But then it just it's just been accepted into the vernacular where people were like, "Oh, I saw this really funny meme," and you just got to be like. You can't even be angry at them at this point. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, I did see yeah, that one. I did, I did see, see that. I, I saw actually 25 versions of that uh, where someone took that image, then they just changed the words like they do with every other fucking meme. Or the picture. Which is, or the picture, which is why it's no longer fucking funny because there's literally, probably at this point, billions of these same picture with words at the top and words at the bottom. There are literally billions of images like that online. And after a certain point, it's like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, that is a funny joke, but the format is so old that your joke just feels stale. You know what I mean? It's like, I get it. I've seen this before. It's fine. I get it. But I don't know. Can I just try I, something I, else? I, but it's, I can see, I can look at them now without getting upset. I used to get upset. I was like, these, these suck. And now I just see them and I'm just like, okay, this is just going to be around forever. It's like the people who like called the internet a fad or like TV a fad, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, this will go away hopefully. And then it just sticks around. And you're just like, uh, I guess this is here. I'll address it. Yeah, it's like, and you know, it's I'm useful for certain shit, but it just gets like everything else it on the internet. It feels lazy. Just, oh, it's yeah, just lazy. at this point, it is. It's it lazy. is at this point. Here's this funny image and here's this thing that I'm saying that's kind of funny and hopefully you laugh and think it's funny. You know what I mean? But I think, not- honestly, my my favorite use of the meme-style joke, right, is uh, to go on Twitter while a live event is happening and mm. to see people, uh, you know, kind of quick draw their memes and, yeah. and find a picture with some ridiculous face that with the right words that perfectly match this live event that, that happened, you know, the sooner you get it, the funnier it is to me. Right, and that's that's where I think the meme joke should be used. It's like, hey guys, I'm watching this, and I thought of uh, that one picture. Well, yeah, because then it's not copy and paste. It's it's context specific. It's something we've all seen, and then the photo is just a reference to the words you're putting down. But but a lot of the shit that we're just like, you know, like, oh, I hate my parents because this, or like, yeah, it's like. Uh, like, you know, you're a 90s kid when, or like some shit like this. Like, okay, like how many fucking times? How many times? Oh, God. But I, I saw uh, a couple of meme jokes, you know, that style on Twitter during um, uh, the Super Bowl and, or, and the performance. They were like, oh, look at Katy Perry. She looks like uh, uh, the, the fucking, I forget, you know, they, they had all these pictures. They had stuff about uh, Hunger Games with her. She looks like she, that was really funny. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I thought that shit was really funny. And, uh, I think that's the best way, man. That's the best way to do it. Like that shows your creativity and how quickly you can think and how you understand how to make this 
format work. Yeah. But it, my whole thing is, if you have all night to make this meme picture, if you have, it better be the funniest uh, fucking thing. It better thing. be the funniest, most fucking curveball joke you have just, ever. Just post heard. them though. Who just repost them? That's I hate that. Yeah, that's I, that's a lazy. That's being lazy, and. By copying a joke, that's a lazy joke to begin with. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I, I, I guess I shouldn't hate as much, but I, I, a lot of stuff, Facebook, I, it's hard for me to look at. I can't even look at it anymore. I, I, I check if I have notifications and then I turn it off. Sometimes yeah. I'll find myself scrolling down the news feed and I'm like, what am I doing? What am I looking for? Because there is literally nothing here. There's nothing here. There's no, I, don't want to, I don't care about what people are saying. Nobody's saying anything anymore, first of all. It's all just links. And it's all just links to shit that I don't care about. And it's an argument about the link. People who still have arguments on Facebook. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? What are you wasting your time with? What are you doing? Uh, you know, people who post shit like, check out this. Only 90s kids remember that. That's, that's just, that's awful as well. You know? Oh, we're so fucking special because we remember gummy bears. Like, suck my dick. All right? Kids these days don't get it. Because uh, they weren't fucking alive. Explain it yeah. to them, and I'm sure. And they'll guess get it. what? When they're your age, they're gonna be on some shit that you would be. You would look like a fool if they, you know, turned you on to the same shit at your age. So you know, uh, you don't get it. Like you don't get some shit that they're onto. So like, I I get it, and that's kind of fun. But for you to post that out there for everyone to see, and you know, that's it has your name and then your picture, and you know, my association in my brain at that point is you, your name, and then that fucking link that you you post. And if it's not something interesting and it's not something that I find value in, then automatically my brain goes, uh, your face, your name, no value. Yeah. Next. You know what I mean? That's the, the issue of Facebook is that it gives you this pigeonhole view of other people that tends to be negative in my experience. It tends I, to be negative. I think the most interesting people on Facebook are the ones that only choose to post things now and then. Where you'll be like, wow, what the fuck are they thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. The people who post shit constantly or post things like, oh, look at this sad story or look at this heartwarming story. Oh, he's the best. Look dad. how cute this dog oh, is. This is. Oh, I got it from viraltrends.com or whatever the fuck. You know, there's BuzzFeed. all these, there's oh, all these websites. Man, if that I are, see another fucking BuzzFeed link, like we all know this website. But there's so many <laughs> weird, like intricate and specific websites that are dedicated to that sort yes. of shit. Like that they all have became a lists. genre. 25 of this and 10 of that and they all have these weird really like couple syllable website names like you know like fist lunch like, huh, like distractabilia you know I, mean? yeah. I saw one that was distractabilia today or some shit like that and they distractify. had distractify distractify yeah I, I was exactly like what you're talking about man there's a whole genre of just stories that have no real substance but are kind of crazy yeah oh this house wasn't used since, since the 50s so everything in the house looks like it's from the 50s here are the pictures and I looked at it and I was like oh that's pretty cool Okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that candy muncher shit. Mm, 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 mm. Give me more. Give me more. Top 10 Disney princesses who look like other top 10 lists. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it comes down to is that we weren't given instructions with this whole internet thing. We weren't given, there was no etiquette. There was no, you know, no one had time to figure it out. It just happened while we were kids. And now it's just like a grown up with us. You know mm. what I mean? So we, no one ever told us what, behavior was appropriate so we had to figure it out ourselves and we were the only people who could do it because we were the ones who were on the front lines essentially like kids are on the front lines of the internet because parents just don't understand oh yeah it yet. kids i honestly we 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 know the internet 
as far as like adult people in our age know it. And right. We, we grew up with it, so we understand certain intricacies of it. But it's going to change so much that the kids who are playing with iPads and shit today mm-hmm. are going to be like, we're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. You are doing what? Yeah, they're going to be on. Oh, I level. took a 3D model of my dick, and my girlfriend stuck it in her fucking 3D model of her vagina. Neither of us were there, <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> And it felt great. And I felt I felt it because I felt have better my, uh, than than actual real sex, which I just had with the same girl, and we actually prefer to do it the three D way. Yeah, yep. She was like, "My real vagina doesn't feel the Ugh. same as my fake vagina." That's where I really think that at some point technology is going to be at the point where it zooped it into like, my brain. Sex feels better, and you have more control over it, and all that kind of shit in three D world. So that no one's going to take the time to actually be able to physically have sex. Okay, and then it gets to the point where like there's a, a couple who's been married for 50 years, and they're like, ah, okay, it's Thursday. Me and John, we both turn the knobs, and our virtual selves have sex, and we just lay in bed and go to sleep, because fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's going to get so fun. Uh, it, it's happened. We did it. You know, And all, both of them are just like, ah, it was zapped into my dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I, I saw the visual image of when my wife was 20 and actually attractive. Great, I heard great, a great. crazy argument, right? that I've never thought about before, that really kind of made me think about the artificial intelligence argument again. Yeah. And specifically, my stance that perhaps, you know, that whole idea of artificial intelligence leading to a computer that can upgrade itself faster than blah, 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 and then it replicates itself and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it gets so crazy that humans are left in the dust is essentially what the fear is. My feeling is that either it's not possible that the robot is going to, like, get smart and upgrade really fast and then, like, wipe humans out. It's either not possible that the computer can get that smart or, like, smartness really is something different than we give it credit for. Because, you know, you can have this super smart machine and it's still wouldn't behave like a human, in well, my opinion. I mean, think, think about it this way. Like, I, I just had this thought now. Like, the people who claim to reach enlightenment sort of um, don't feel the need to do anything or to evolve or to expand because they're just like, I just am. Exactly. Just That's and, exactly the point I'm getting to. In the same way that if a computer was at that level or way higher, they probably would just have no... Like, what's the point of desire? That's, that see, that's, that's really what I think would more be... It would make more sense to me is that if you have this super like beyond human intelligent computer what drive what desire would it have yeah because the reason we have drives and desires is because we were made over billions of years or you know the history of life you know it took four billion years for the earth to cool down and you know for life to be able to spring up and then another however long before humans could walk and then however long like it's such a long process that we only survived this long and got to where we were because we had this drive to survive and to replicate but i don't think a computer would have that drive unless we programmed it into it which if it was smart enough it could be like well this actually doesn't make sense so i'm going to program this right the fuck out you know what i mean i i think that that is a foolish thing to assume that a, a robot would want to replicate and take over and right. you know regovern the earth the way they see fit just because we made it smarter than we are. Like 
just be like we're constantly afraid of the dude next to us becoming smarter and outsmarting us for all our shit. But that doesn't mean that if we make a smarter computer, they would do the same thing because a computer is not a human. Right. We have totally different histories as to how our life forms were created. And I mean, again, that could just be me going off of the idea of like enlightened human beings, and I'm judging it ter- in terms of that. But I mean, a lot of the stuff they say no, makes but sense. I agree. But they're just like, what? What is there to do? There's right. nothing to do. I just exist, and that's it. You know, things will still happen, but I don't really have necessarily a drive to be this or that because why? I don't need that. I just am. I don't need to validate myself. And the same way that a computer wouldn't necessarily need to validate itself with external shit because, first of all, it's not afraid of dying, right? So it just always is. Or maybe it is. Maybe maybe it it is, but it's sort of just like, well, whatever. I, you know, if it was so smart, I think it would come to the conclusion that, like, well, I existed and then I could just not exist and. It wouldn't matter, you know what I mean? Right. Or some shit like like it would it would be, I don't know, man. I, I don't see. Know. That's the thing. I think a lot of, I don't think it would have the same human emotions that we have, right. the same drives that we have. Maybe it would have a drive for something. Maybe it would understand some shit that we don't even couldn't even comprehend and be like, oh, I have to do this in order mm-hmm. to do that. There could be that next level of consciousness that we don't even comprehend and maybe it would get to that where it's like some sort of trans-dimensional like the robot's just like i kind of want to live in this other dimension beep, boop, boop, yeah, and it like yeah. goes away you know what I mean? yeah but I, but even that is sort of like that that's the desire to not be in pain or to not live in or to not be in this you know universe I mean? or to not yeah. be and why would a robot need that why would any why would a higher a higher intelligence need that yeah. it would just be yeah and it would just be like i make really good microwavable dinners <laughs> But not because I want to, just because they ask me to, and I'm just like, I could do that, I guess. Yeah, I'll make you the best one, sure. Whatever. I mean, of all the problems in the world, do you want me to solve this? Hey, sure, here you go. Whatever. Here's the best one. But what made me really come back to that was I heard this guy, Brian Cox, who works at the big uh, Large Hadron Collider in, well, it's in a couple countries, but you know the one, and it's a big thing. You don't know... Don't I know, know where the hydrogen okay. water is. Yeah, I think just sure. you gave me a blank stare. Oh no, no, no! I just... All right, so this guy—he was saying that if you think about it, if the way that people talk about robots taking over, taking over the planet, and then like you know, kind of looking for resources and and and, and replicating like life does—if you think that that path is inevitable, that eventually this smart being would realize either that we're mismanaging things or that, you know, well, I'm a life form, so now I'm going to keep doing what life forms do and replicate and take over and explore and all this yeah. kind of shit. If that's an, inevi- an inevitable march of, of life and e- evolution, then it would make sense that some other, uh, like, life form would have made it or, you know, humans would have made it maybe. Or in the billions and billions of stars and billions and billions of planets – one of these life forms in our own galaxy even would have made a computer that was that smart who would have then replicated and then sent out little drones to other all the other country uh, countries planets and star systems that it could reach and then they would then land and replicate and then you know make more and then they would go out to the near planets and shit and within a, a million years the entire galaxy would be infested with these computer robots that were originated on this one planet but the problem is we haven't had any contact with any of them, you know, yeah. to date. Maybe in history, but not – maybe in prehistory, but not as far as the historical record goes. As far as we're aware No of, fucking you know robots I mean? have landed yeah. and been like, boop, 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 we're here to take your shit. And yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Unless and people then, who know. claim alien abductions happen are actually yeah, describing – Yeah, that's a know. whole other fucking <laughs> can of worms that we can it is. delve into on a – Oh, we don't have to. But no, I, I, I agree, man. 
I, uh, I feel like we you know we haven't seen that. We haven't seen any evidence of it. And after 14 billion years, you know, it would take a million years for that to happen or something like that. What? So, like, the odds are so good that it would have already happened and they would have already taken over. So I think it adds more evidence to the idea that there's some kind of paradox where you, you can't have this I don't know supposedly if super, super I don't think it's intelligent paradox, uh, computer that behaves like humans like that's you know paradox. Yeah, the, you're right. that's the, i think that's the paradox is that it would behave like a human and that we could predict right. its behavior based on human intelligence because human intelligence we really have no idea what any other intelligence would be like if it was on our level what if what if uh, a fucking a species of kangaroo got isolated on an island and got super fucking smart like as smart as we are they would have a different type of intelligence Based on their different physiological structure, based on their genetic history, yeah. and it would be a, an entire. It would seem like alien dolphins. to us. Dolphins are super fucking smart, right? And they do some crazy shit that we don't even understand because our intelligence is different. It's geared toward a very specific thing. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, because because honestly, why why would a robot act like? I think it says more about what human beings would do with that power, which is a little yes, scary. Exactly. Which is very scary. That's exactly we'd what it fuck is. Fuck everything up. Ah, we'd take everyone over. We'd kill everyone. Resources. We would make all it all like a, all what we wanted to. We'd reshape everything yeah. in our image, and it's like whoa, whoa, what? Like that's what you're worried about? Chill the fuck out. You're worried about this out. omnipotent being reshaping the planet to its image and and blah 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 blah. Like that seems like you're projecting. Yeah. My True instinct is that we'd make the smart robot that would be like, oh, my God, these people are fucked. They're this tiny little speck in the universe, and they're so concerned about each other that they can't even open their eyes to the reality of shit. Yeah. I'm out. I don't want to deal with any of this shit. I don't want to have to fight against this. I, you know, That's work. I'm out. So let's – I think – what might happen is we do all the programming and do, 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 do. It's like, oh, we've got this this conscious, you know, computer now. You turn it on. It goes on. It starts learning. It takes, you know, three hours and it's learned all that we have ever learned in our lives and all it has put it all together and understands everything. And maybe it gives us a little printout like, do, 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 do. Like, this is what you this should is what do. You should have, should do, should have done. But I can't imagine it would stay around for too long because it's like, well, there you go. And now I'm out because fuck what, this. What would it need? What would be the reason for a robot to replicate in, at all? Because or do for, anything for at us, all. we replicate because we want to carry on the genetics or we feel like this need that like we need to survive somehow. And people see that as the way to survive is having kids and it carries on your legacy right. and all that shit. But what, why, why would a robot care? Why would a, an advanced intelligence care about carrying on its legacy? Because it would realize that everything's impermanent and it would just be like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. It would be like, hey, I could, I could do whatever the fuck I want, but... Uh, we know, do all this in, shit because in twenty seven point like, four billion years, this universe is coming to a close anyway, and there's no way to get to any other one. So I'm out. We're just, or we're there's just, a way to get to another one. So I'm fucking out. I'm yeah. going to a different universe. That one's better. They everything. It's like planets of boobs everywhere. It's fucking awesome. Boob I'm going to that boob one. tree. It's a little weird when the fruit falls off, but they're there. <laughs> it makes a weird sound, but it feels worse. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That shit was uh, interesting, man. Because let's say we do create this conscious computer that wants to spread its fucking seed to the universe. It would like it would do it quickly, and then it would, it would have drones that went out and would fucking they would multiply and get smarter and, and keep spreading. I don't know, man. I think at at, at a certain point, 
maybe it gets bored and it's like, let me just recreate the Big Bang. And that's how it ends. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's how the big crunch happens. We create an AI that yeah. is just like so bored with everything it's done that it's just like, ah, the only way to do this again without me getting bored is to just recreate this whole scenario. Just so wait 14 billion more years until I get created again. Yeah. So, hey, reset. Reincarnation, I guess, guys, but I'll see you again later. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We don't know. Nobody knows what the meaning of life is. That's the that's the issue. And, and we and I don't we think we there is. I think that's the, the the crux of it all. Right. Yeah. I know. And, and maybe the but maybe the point for us should be being okay with that or coming to peace with ourselves and not being like I'm gonna I'm gonna scream to the heavens that I exist. I exist. I need something. I'm gonna send shit out into space so people know I was here. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do all this shit so people know I was here. Why can't we just be here? We're just right. here. We're here. And it's great to do all those other things, but we shouldn't do them with. We shouldn't do them with, it's hard not to do it with desire, right? Because the whole enlightenment thing is once you get to that point, you're sort of just like, well, I don't need to do that, so why do it at all? But, you know, it'd be kind of fun to see what happens. I love the the, the, the chaotic, random things that happen that are unexpected. So beautiful, man. Today I was walking the dog, and I'm recording the dog, just as, like on Snapchat to be like, yeah. oh, I'm making a dumb video, like, oh, here's the dog. And as I was doing that, this big sheet of ice on this roof fell onto this car's hood, and it was crazy. And I was like, whoa, that was so cool and that was amazing and like beautiful and intrinsic and something that like I was like if I had not been recording that moment I would have totally missed that forever and it would have been lost and that is crazy that I caught this on film you know what I mean and it wasn't even that dramatic the car alarm didn't go off it probably right. dented the car a little bit but not anything serious you know what I mean right right but, but it was still like what are the odds of me I didn't expect this that time? And seeing, walking by at just the right moment, having my phone out, holding the record button, when that should happen. What yeah. are the odds? And then you laugh at it. Because yeah. it's all just a big fucking, yeah. what the fuck. I think the problem I had with Buddhism is that I don't think the desireless way is the best way for humans. It might be the best answer for not feeling suffering, or it might be the best answer for something. But I am not convinced that, have like, you know negating your desires or like you know detaching yourself from them is the best way i think the best way is to more people in your buddhist buddhist gurus and shit would say that that is that is you clinging to the idea of i and oh sure fine okay no i mean i'm not disagreeing but the the great thing about it is also i think i think there's a duality there where it's not there there is no there is no fail state in life i'd say life in general regardless of what religion you want Mm -hmm. to believe in or even if you don't believe in any of them there is no fail state because you can do both you can have this mindset of this enlightened idea and understand it but if you choose not to that's okay too because it's all going to fix itself in the end so you really can do no wrong even if you're doing wrong Mm -hmm. if you kill somebody that's i wouldn't encourage it but if you do it you're not fucked forever nothing is permanent right you know in the same way that Things are constantly changing. Weather patterns, you know, mm-hmm. global warming's a hoax. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but but you know what I'm saying? Like nothing is nothing is permanent. Nothing is like I own this. I own these. And and even with your thoughts, you don't really. I mean, can you really own them if they're not going to stay with you forever? You can't own them. You mm-hmm. can't even own your body. You can't own these things because they don't stick around. Nothing sticks around. So why are you owning it? The only thing you can own is that idea of. I am or I exist or something is happening. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. You can't even you can't even begin to to start owning these other things because they're you don't own them. Mm-hmm. And you it, barely you're own tricking yourself. yourself. Yeah. And and if you don't own them and you just look at them, you can you're gonna have a way better time if you just mm-hmm. if some fucked up shit happens and you're like, wow, 
that is fucked up, but that's not who I am. That has no, that has nothing to do with, you know, it was just a fucked up thing that happened. You yeah. can be like, wow, that is crazy. Yeah, dude. It's, I think even if you do something fucked up, let's say you kill someone, right? Okay, that was you. That was fucked up. But, you know, how much do you have to gain by sitting in a dark room and thinking about how fucked up it was for the rest of your life? You know, it's, it would be much better for you to kind of come to grips with what you did and how the world is and however, you know, and kind of come to peace with it and then be like, okay, now I'm going to get a job and I'm going to pay taxes. You know, I'm going to live on the straight and narrow so I don't kill anybody again. Because I think at the end of the day, the answer to all the problems is that we are simply just human beings on this planet. And the sooner we all see ourselves as one species on one planet, uh, all the other petty shit will go away. Even most of these identity questions will go away because our identity will be human beings on this planet who have been here for, you know, uh, 200,000 years, or, or, you like, know, as, as in genetically as we are. It's like we're collectively self-conscious. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not willing to accept who we are, so we're trying to do all this other shit yeah. to prevent realizing what we are or what we're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's sort of just like, you know... Oh boy, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the people who want to go live on a mountain and be, you know, that person forever, and that's fine. And maybe they are more enlightened and they have let go, and maybe that's how we'll all end up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you choose not to do that, to or something, yeah, that's okay too. You, you just be yourself and don't don't get so hung up on all this shit. And I'm and I'm saying this as someone who is still sort of in the investigative, you know. I'm figuring things out slowly, or I'm trying, I'm, I'm investigating mm-hmm. myself, self, you know, inqu- inquiry, you know what I mean, where I'm trying to look in and be like, what's, what the fuck is actually going what's on What's going on, right, and, and so I, I don't think I'm, I'm better or worse or even farther ahead or less behind than anybody or whatever, because mm-hmm. those yeah. things, th- those aren't forever, who cares, you know, if, you, if you're more talented than somebody in a specific thing, that's great, cool, whatever, you're good at that, but that person could always get way better at you or at whatever it is than you very quickly this the things things have a way of balancing themselves out and to to own these things like i am this and therefore i matter i am a comedian therefore i matter i am a famous person therefore i matter i am this i am this i am this i am this doesn't stop doesn't matter you, or you don't matter that's the answer is that you don't matter nobody matters and you can say that you matter and you can try and find ways to prove that you matter you, you can point to your bank account you can point to the good deeds you've done but you don't matter in the well I'd, I'd say maybe 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 we we all matter in the no, same I'm sense i'm saying that, we don't matter. no 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 <laughs> hear me out hear me out hear me out because when i said we we you think humans immediately i'm saying i'm saying maybe consciousness matters you know and i know that sounds like some sort of like yeah let's we, let's go into that because i have a huge issue with a lot of the consciousness talk. But, but what I'm saying is ex- maybe a better way to phrase it in my mind is existence matters. But, but it matters in the same way that everything else matters, so it doesn't really matter. So nothing really matters. matters. at all, right? But so it, my thing is then what? And my answer to then what is find meaning. Things have meaning, you know? The, the sun revolves around – or sorry, fuck. The earth revolves around the sun – in a very specific way that has meaning. There, there's some, something involved there. People tend to respond to each other in the same way on this planet Earth. That has meaning. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Everything has meaning, but things don't have purpose and no, nothing matters. So if you spend time trying to figure out what's the purpose and, and does it matter and you know, should it matter, you're wasting your time. What you need to figure out is what has meaning and, 
and why do you like you know what has that, that yeah. thing? Yeah, enjoy what enjoy yourself. Just yeah, enjoy yourself. Find man. out what you like. You know, try to like a few new things. Figure out what you like to do and what you don't like to do, and then just fucking do it. You know yeah. what I mean? As long as it's not hurting anybody else. That's my whole thing. Yeah. You know, I think the number one we should come together as a human species and say, no human shall kill another human being. You know, and that should be the guiding principle behind all of our other actions. We need to we need to have the same laws that they apply towards. Again, this is another uh, way of, of of seeing how people actually feel about things. But you know those laws of robotics where it's like this, no. this, and this. Oh, the, uh, Isomoff, I think is his name. He was this guy. He oh, wrote. He was a fiction writer, I think, or maybe he was a well, scientist. Like, you will harm no human being. You, you will harm no human yeah. being. You won't. You won't make uh, adjustments to yourself, and you will only like you know. You won't kill another robot unless instructed or, or in order to, like, save a, a user or human being yeah. or whatever. But we really should have – those rules apply to us in the same sense that it's, like, just don't kill anybody unless they're trying to kill you. Yeah. You know what don't I mean? Don't cause suffering to somebody else. That's, I think, what it right. – What it, to me, it boils down to suffering. We don't like when other humans are suffering, and we don't like when we suffer. Yeah. And there, we know what makes human beings suffer. We know what makes human beings feel happy and healthy. So why don't we just work on getting all human beings to feel happy and healthy and to remove the suffering? And then that's other going shit on. will follow too. Because for me, this whole realization, I was like, "Am I going to be a vegetarian again?" But then I was like, "No," because I would like to survive, so I'm going to eat other. Life. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. All right. So my answer to the vegetarian thing is okay. So you you have this. Your body's a machine. It's built a certain way, and it's built to digest a lot of meat, mostly meat and vegetables and nuts and berries and things that you know you can imagine. You know, you're walking through the woods while you're hunting something and you're picking off berries, you're picking up uh, off nuts and things and eating some leaves and things like that just on the way. You kill this thing, you uh, cook the meat and you eat the meat and then you're, you go back, you're carrying this thing back and you're eating shit on the way and then there's your family, you chop the rest of it up, you eat it and you know your, your wife and kids have, have been gathering berries and shit and whatever the fuck on the way and you're all having this, this meal together. I think that's really what uh, how the human diet should be. That's what, what our machinery is built towards. It's not built for vegetarianism. But what I'm saying is if you can, if you can, uh, if we can settle all the human shit where we sort of see each other as equals, we don't kill each other, we're working to make everything as peaceful, all the other shit will follow, all the animal rights stuff, we will mm-hmm. find ways to make other forms of consciousness, you know, suffer less. You know what I mean? We'll kill them in humane ways. Right, right now as it stands, there's a lot of fucked up shit that's happening, oh, but, yeah. but we can't get to that unless we deal with this issue, this bigger issue, and then we can deal with that. You know what I mean? We'll even, yeah. we'll even figure out a way where, like, are plants suffering? We'll have the time to research that, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of fucked up when we do that, so we're going to do this instead, because yeah. we still have to eat them if we want to survive, and I'd, I'd say that... Right, and it's, it's, it's kind of stupid to think that if we're not going to eat it, then it's going to, you know... That that's good. That yeah. things aren't being eaten and killed. Like yeah. it, nature is going to fucking kill things and recycle that shit. So you know, granted, I don't think I wouldn't enjoy killing something. I don't think taking a life is a good thing inherently. Which is why I love how the uh, Native Americans, or at least some of the tribes, I don't know how, how true this is because blanket, blanket statements are never never a good thing. But they would say, you know, thank you, brother, for giving me the meat to feed my family, you know, thank you for providing for my family. And there was a respect that went along with killing an animal to eat it. And they used every single part of it. You know, they they didn't throw away bones. They didn't throw away the skin. They kept everything and used it in some kind of a way. And that to me is really where we're moving towards is moving back to that. In a lot of ways, I think our generation, we're kind of like the generation that hit the breaking point or the critical point of 
humans behaving outside of nature or outside of the way that we were designed by nature. And we're kind of, you know, we're eating all this sugar and we're playing these video games and we're talking about all this shit that we only, you know, came up with in the last 10 through 4,000 years, you know, all these concepts that are brand new as far as human goes, as far as identity or, you know, maybe that has a lot to do with, or maybe that's not new, but, you know, we're arguing about, like, you know, on what side of the race issue do you stand? It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, th- that's such a huge and historical issue. It, it doesn't. That's such a stupid question. Why do you have to stand on either side? I'm, I'm standing on the side of both of them because they're both human beings. And to me, it's just sad that we are still talking about racism among human beings. Human on human violence should not be a thing, I think. Uh, and, oh, we're you still know, debating global be. warming. We're, yeah, still we're still debating de- Oh, no, evolution. no. Congress just recently, I think just this year or maybe at the end of 2014, came out and said that global warming isn't a hoax. So oh, at, least, thank at God. least we've established that. Thanks. Yeah, they're fucking up to their knees in water. And they're like, oh, I think this is real. Uh, I think we're being flooded. Uh, we're we're going to have to check, you know, to be sure. But so I think, man. I so think we're going down. It's like people who say that the moon landing was fake. It's like, well, what? Maybe. Who cares? We've been there since. I mean... Maybe the initial moon landing was fake, but who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Why are we wasting our time on this? Why are we wasting time on this? Does it matter that they went to the moon? What? what why moon? would they... I mean, it's because it's propaganda. I think at this point, we know... Tell us the truth. We, we know we, what we know was propaganda lying. and what wasn't. We, you know, we, we have the, the fucking, like... But we don't know they're lying about the, the moon landing. Let me clarify. We know that the government's lying to us about things. So right. why are we, we know, getting distracted? We know other it? things that the government has certainly lied to us about that were propaganda. You know what I mean? That it was like that, you know, they found in, you know, Eisenhower's journal, like, you know, I really felt bad about lying to the American people today. But, you know, this propaganda needed to be, you know, I mean, we needed to put that out there. Yeah, why did so Vietnam, like, why did we go to Vietnam? Oh, because of a made-up fucking incident. That right. never so, actually you happened. Know, so we know... Throughout time, where's the outrage? Where the propaganda is? Where's the evidence that we never landed on the moon? There's right. so much evidence that we landed on the moon. They're like, wait a minute, the flag's not moving, and then you find out that the flag was made of tinfoil. So it's like, well, okay, well, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like whatever, dude. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, go down out. that, go down that, go down that path of inquiry. Seriously, right. ask all the it's, questions. It's you want. fair. It's fair to ask the question, but once you have an answer, I think it's also fair to put that question to bed. I think it's okay to just not ask that. No, no, no. No matter how much evidence you give me, I swear it was fake. Like, that doesn't make sense. We're, I'm pretty sure at this point that we went to the moon. I'm like 99% sure. What the, who the fuck cares? I mean, I'm not, I, I, I want us to go to space, but the moon, what, what, what would we, I mean, we've learned some stuff from the moon, but what the fuck, what, what does that have to do with my everyday life? You know what I mean? What does that have to do with advancing this shit? Because what have we, re- what have we really learned from the moon? I don't know. Oh, dude. Probably so much. I'm probably being so stupid. Well, Probably so much. I'm just like, what the fuck? Why do I have to go to the moon? They really, a lot of people don't know that I've heard recently that every dollar that the U.S. invested in getting to the moon, the Apollo project, uh, came back at least 10 to 1, but a lot of people say 14 or 16 to 1. What did we learn from the moon? What did we learn from the moon? Aviation, Uh, uh, navigation. Uh, you know, that makes aerodynamics. A lot of sense. Imagine a million moving parts in a in a in a rocket. A million. Yeah. All of those parts had to be designed. They all had to be thought about, and they all had to work together. That takes so many different people, so much effort and research, and all this shit. Where 
you discover new things by necessity. You're like, oh, well, this bolt's not strong enough. It needs to be made of a stronger metal. So it's like, well, what if we mix in a little more bronze? Well, that makes it weaker. What if we mix in a little more, you know, cadmium? Oh, there you go. There you go. That's the strong nah. shit. So now we know that cadmium-infused bolts, this is totally made up, but are the strongest ones. And so now, you know, they're used in trucks. And now they're used in, in buildings and in skyscrapers, right? So then every little discovery you make to get a man to the moon, when... At the time, they had no computers that were more powerful than what I'm carrying around in my pocket. That's crazy. Right? They, they didn't have a computer that was more powerful than this or even close. And yet they got a man on the moon. All that effort and all that shit that went into it, you know, the products that were designed and shit, that dollar came back 14 times what wow. they put into it. And even, I mean, I, would, I don't know if this is true, but I would say if you look at the, the – It's all fake though. The return on investment from war and the return on investment from going to the moon, I can't imagine that the war is bringing us back 14 to $1 yeah, and at be. the same we're time not money. killing anybody. Yeah, we're you know losing I mean? money and we're losing lives, which are I don't know if we're losing money. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how the economics really works. I, my, I'd say in the long run, regardless of money, I guess take the, take the money out of it, but we're fucking shit up for ourselves because we tend to have this identity thing again which comes back to like I, this is my country this is me I, rather than a global we don't I don't know at, man no but we do because what happens is we go into wars and we create shit like ISIS and we're like oh we gotta deal with that later you know what I mean so we just keep creating these we're trying to come up with these quick solutions that only turn into more problems down the line and I think that I mean I think war has definitely gotten less bad since like Mm-hmm. Forever ago. I mean, there's evidence to prove that well, the casualties ago, and, since like 60 years ago or 70 years right, ago. Yeah. Right. But it's gotten so much more humane, I guess, if you can even call war humane in the sense that they kill. If you had to put it you know, on a scale, for sure. It's right. More humane. Right. But it doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's helping. Doesn't mean it's 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 doing what it's supposed to. Do. I think a lot of the problems could be solved by educating the shit out of people, uh, like like indoctrination almost if you want to call it that you know be like yeah hey you guys living in the middle east you want to you hate america right you don't want to live like us though okay you don't think that's what they're doing right now you don't think that that's what america is doing you don't think they're going to fucking syria and iraq and being like hey guys you don't like don't you like fucking liquor and diamonds and no i don't think so at all oh dude you're out of your mind i don't think so dude the u.s is exporting our culture faster than any other fucking we're like Look at Japan. Look at uh, China. Look at uh, South Korea. Look at any of these countries that has has looked to us. Ireland, right? We've influenced all of these cultures so much. And if you look on their like MTV page, like MTV China, it's Lady Gaga and Wale and blah blah. blah well, I guess blah. I, I guess I'm speaking about the Middle East specifically in that case. Then even the Middle East, like, why do you think we're so we're such good buddies with the Saudi Arabians? They like our style. We like their style. These yeah. rich fucking oil sheiks who want indoor skiing in the desert and an, in a golf course in the desert. We're like, yeah, that's the American way. You know, you get a bunch of money, you do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah. The problem is that they're fucking their people over, you know what I mean? Which is not the American way, and that's what we have a problem with. But when you're dealing with the leaders of a nation, they're much closer in, in like, culture than I think you're giving them credit for. Oh, I'm, not talking, I'm the, not talking about the leaders, though. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the, the boots-on-the-ground strategy that we've been using or the, the like, I'm going to bomb the shit out of these insurgents or whatever the fuck that means. Because then it just, it just deals, it just leads to more, uh, 
resentment and it's harder and harder to get that like they might it might be like a north korea situation where they're they're uh you know aggressive towards us i guess but also they're like oh he loves the 90s bulls you know what i mean but like people are still not eating they're still like well fuck america because they're really fucking some shit up you know what i mean in the same sense that i feel like i mean i think eventually i think it's getting better and i don't think it's it's like yeah it's not nearly as bad as it was but what i'm saying is i think that we could be doing it a lot faster i guess is the way to say it by uh, rather than going in boots on the ground and be like, oh, you do disagree with us? Well, we're going to fucking kill you. Being like, oh, you disagree with us? Well, here are some books and we're going to make people teach it to you. You know what I mean? Or or yeah. well, or instead of being like that, being like, welcome to America. You're American now, so you get all the American necessities that you want. Oh, you want to worship in a mosque? That's fine. We got the best mosque for you. Because then eventually they'll be like, well, fuck this shit. You know what I mean? On their own. On their own is what I'm saying. Given I mean, enough resources. Yeah, given but, enough- but it doesn't matter if the person, if their governor is a fucking dickhead. It doesn't matter how much they like the American way or they want to learn about shit or whatever. It doesn't matter if you're a woman who wants to go to college in Saudi Arabia or who wants to drive a car in Saudi Arabia. Good fucking luck. It's illegal. Good luck. Doesn't matter what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it, the, ha- the change happens with the leaders. I, you know, do you really think that the CIA doesn't know that the fastest way to win a war is culturally and to change the ideology of the people? I think they're well aware. The problem is that at this point it would take so much for us to change their ideology because their ideology is anti-ours, right? That war is kind of necessary at, at that level. We can't just be like, you know, don't you want to live like us? Because they're like, no, fuck you. Like, you know, with your big TVs and big breasted women's walking. Yeah, yeah but, why are, but why are they doing that? But why? Because we have fucked them up for years yes, and years yes, and yes, years yes, yes, and years. Yes. We're not disagreeing on that. Yeah. But we can't export our culture to people who hate our culture because we did that in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure, what you're saying is true. The fastest way to win a war is to, is to get the people to like you. Right, because then you but have to I, fight I guess a war. I'm asking, I guess I'm asking, when does it stop? Then when does it when does it start to just be like, well, we've been fucking you up forever, but we're just going to keep fucking you up for a little bit longer until things get a little bit better. When does that stop? When does it just start being? That's a good question. That's that's I guess where, what I'm asking. Where do you, so where do you draw the line? When do you stop? I I'd stop once we're a fucking aware of it because at this aware point, of what? Uh, if you're saying the CIA is aware of the fastest way to win a war is through a, a cultural victory, why yeah. why haven't they done that then? Why are there still these things happening? I, I understand defense, defense. I think it just wouldn't work though in this situation. Why, but but is anyone trying it? Because if they understand it, and if we've been fucking I, I them mean, up forever, I, I think yes. I think it is actually working because you know you, if you look at students in these countries, college students and the young people, they're kind of like, hey, our country's way behind, man. Like this shit's kind of fucked up, you know, like. Why aren't women and men equal? Like college students, like the young people, right? Yeah. But I'm saying it doesn't matter as much what they think at this point because they're not in power. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So now the CIA is not dealing with them, although they are, you know, trickling in American culture and Western trains of thought to try and like, you know, win the battle that way. I think they have to deal with these fucking leaders who are the dickheads who are really who have the money and the power and they're fucking everything up. I think what they should do is just appeal to those people and not even fucking like just do defense shit but not even I guess they maybe some of the justify they justify the violence by being like, "Oh, it's like an offensive defense. Like we go in there so that they don't fuck us up." You know what I mean? But my yeah. my my thing is my thing is as many people as you reach in those colleges and things like that, if you're still using tactics of violence, the the majority, I maybe not the majority, but there's still going to be that disconnect for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Oh, and I yeah. think I think That's the, the best the best way to do it is to be like instead of being like we're going to come kill these guys, we're going to defend ourselves and we're going to give you guys libraries, we're going to give you nice standards of living, we're going to give you all these things. And if they take it away from you, there's people who we are going to kill anyway. 
if they take it away from you, you're going to be like, fuck you. And people are not going to deal mm-hmm. with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is stop stop the violence yeah, like, right you now. Know, the U.S. gives us this city in uh, Afghanistan a library. And they, the build, fucking, they build all in, this nice better, shit. Like, yeah, like in all Syria. This nice like shit. a hospital, a library, and an elementary school like on this block. And they're ISIS like, hey. comes in and they're, they're like, like, this is not, this is not Sharia law. We're going to take all this away. And people are like, well, no, 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 no. no, no. Wait, you. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you, we man. like the hospital. We right. like the hospital. Right. Can we keep that? Like, oh, you bombed the hospital, right. dude. Right. I was down until this point. I was down until this point. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, so that, when did that start? I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe they have tried that. Maybe... I'd, but I'd be interested to see if because because the, that power it's goes like, away. Fuck you! Like yeah. fuck you! I'm going to build a hospital right in your home country, and your people are going to like me more than they like you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's and then what? And then what happens is if they do try to be like fuck you, you can't use these resources, people will take that for a little while, and then eventually they'll be like, you know what? Suck my dick. There's more of us. Yeah, that but agree at with the this. same time, though. I feel like that's already going on. People are already being fucked out of their resources and their homes and their ways of life, and. You know, ISIS is still a thing. You know, people, the Taliban are still a thing. There are people already, the rights are already being taken away. And they already don't like the people who are running their country. But they just don't, they, they can't do but anything I wonder, about it. I wonder how so much I'm, of- I'm saying, though, if, you, if we build a hospital and blah, 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 and then the Taliban or ISIS comes and takes it away, and people are like, hey, fuck you. It's probably the same people who are saying fuck you to those guys to begin with. I can't, I'm not sure how many people. I think that the... the the difference maybe though would be it would be different if we were we were helping those people after that I guess that's the excuse we use now but it's not because we've been fucking them up forever and that's why we created these groups and then we have like this opposition that we basically created and we're just like well we have to go save them it'd be different if it was like 75% of the population is saying fuck these guys but they have guns and then we were like oh here we are yeah you know what see that's my thing right at this point I think the problem with the American approach is that it's too it looks like we're the police force of the right. world right yes. the approach i think that would be the most helpful because there's no argument that we have the most badass military that has ever existed on the planet there's oh, yeah. no fucking argument there right and there's no argument that we have the capabilities to do the most maneuvering of any country militarily in the world so why don't we just get on board with the UN? We sign on to like a Kyoto Protocol or something to you know make them happy about global warming, and we'll you know put some money into that, and then we use our fucking enormous military power to go after countries that we all agree are fucked up already. There are certain countries around the world that every country in the fucking world besides that country is like, yeah, I'd never go there, dude. Yeah. I'd never go there. Why don't we go in there now and figure out, we sit around a table and we say, well, this guy, you know, this is where it's fucked up based on our, our intelligence. This is, you know, who's fucking it all up and blah, 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 blah. Let's work together. Okay, let's do that. Okay, well, we're America, okay? The military part of this plan, we got that. Mm-hmm. We got the military part. We'll fuck those dudes up. You do what you got to do, right? You you bring the aid in. You bring the medicine, whatever the fuck you want to do, but we'll fuck these dudes up in, on, in the in the rear end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that's really where it should be because then it would be a cooperative effort. And then the U.S. will come back and say, look, we all agreed to this. Yeah, we fucked them up. We then fucked them up bad. you have an example of how it worked and people yes. can look. Like if you could eliminate – but we can't even eliminate the poverty in America because we were still dealing with this – this old way of thinking. Right. And I think what it comes down to is the U.S. is still seeing themselves at, or still seeing ourselves as this 
country that has to protect itself against the world, which is not it's not an, a ridiculous thing to to feel. It's not a ridiculous idea, but it's kind of harmful because the reason we're not on this UN tip where we're like agreeing with everyone is because we don't want to get fucked in the end. You know, we don't want to get the bad end of the deal. So we're going to make the deals and we're going to do things without the uh, the input of other countries who are on the same page as us, essentially. Right? Yeah. We're going to do shit in secret. And we're not going to tell anyone because then we can always have the, the leg up. We'll always be one up on everyone else. But we don't need it anymore. You we don't, don't need, need to be. Yeah. You know, we've got such a good military. We've got so many resources and so much money and so much influence. You know, we don't need that, that bully behavior anymore. I think people will fight for a better way of life if they see it, if they can feel it and they can actually get they a know how easy it is. Because these people who, you're, you know, you mentioned earlier, people who are still getting shit fucked up by ISIS or whoever on a daily basis but they've been getting fucked up forever by yeah. by everybody you know what i mean so they're just like well everybody's fucking me up all the time so mm-hmm. i just get fucked up but if i'm if we bu- i'm saying man that'd be so cool to build like wow. a, a model city that is just up to the standards of like the greatest parts of america just like best like lamp posts you know sidewalks fucking oh here's a community pool well you know we're not going to enforce any of this shit you guys can just use it you know what yeah. i mean and then it's like hey look this is what an American, uh, like uh, a, an acre of an American city looks like. Yeah. We're going to hook this up Do in you like? secret. <laughs> now tell me this shit isn't dope. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? You go to this place, you get a band aid because you cut your finger. You walk half a block, you get a cheeseburger. You walk a little bit more, you get some headphones. You know what I mean? It's, and then your, your whole day is fucking awesome because you're walking down the street with your cheeseburger. You're listening to your headphones and you're not bleeding from your finger anymore. Right. You know what I mean? And I this think, is America. And all you need are pieces of paper with old dudes' faces on them yeah. to make all this happen. Exactly. And, and you I, don't have to worry about getting shot on the street. Mostly. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but but the idea is, I mean, hopefully, I think we have to get there first before, we have to fix all that shit yeah. before we can actually fix anybody else's, which is also sort of the problem because we're not, we're looking at all these other problems, like these scabs, like, oh, terrorism, terrorism. But it's like, well, there are people who are hungry in our country. So until that stops happening, they're going to still be mad because we didn't fix ourselves in order to fix them. Because we look like hypocrites. Because we are hypocrites. Mm. We are. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, it's man. like Jesus said. Don't point out the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own. Damn. And I think, uh, you know, I feel a lot better about all this shit, man. Me too, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> ah. I really like that one. Yeah, so